like if you think one step or two step further, you can, like you're saying, make smart investments. Cause you could cash out, get the hundred grand and then just buy a bunch of dumb shit, but it'll feel good too. Right. It'll feel it'll really feel fucking good great. Buy a bunch of dumb shit, buy, maybe buy another sports car. That's super nice, but there's so much value in getting that capital and using it wisely because that is essentially the path to freedom. Ultimately, if we're talking, you know, bigger picture, eventually, I'm assuming here, but for most humans, this may be the case, freedom and, and flexibility and having the ability to spend their time on whatever they want is yeah. what's desired. And oftentimes, it's the lack of capital that gets in the way. But if you have an opportunity to liquidate your Pokemon cards, get 100 bands, invest that in a fund, make additional money, invest it in the stock market, maybe buy a property and, you know, rent it out or something like you can grow and build on top of that so much, but it's just, you've got a hundred thousand dollars framed on your wall, essentially. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much, dude. So I think, you know what, maybe this is my, uh, you know, realization moment of like, maybe that wall could, could use a poster instead yeah, replace it with a nice poster <laughs> of you standing in front of your house with a nice car and, and remind yourself that this was once Pokemon cards. But the now that is interesting. This is forged with Pokemon cards, dude. But let's um let's briefly go over uh the trend because we did get cut out and it was kind of lagging. Yeah. So if you can just remind people of uh, what you were talking about in terms of the grading system and, and how you've been passionate well, so, about this. Yeah, that was that was my biggest sticking point is like I see it getting popular and it's probably at its peak right now. But the problem is like in order to send out the cards to get graded by either PSA, Beckett, or, you know, there's a few others. There's like a six month to nine or 12 month turnaround time because they have so many submissions and because people are submitting like random freaking cards, like they're not yeah. submitting the old ones. Just to see if they, they can make money soon. Yeah, like because they're planning for the future. So what they're doing is everyone's buying out the current stock hold. Yeah. And then they're they're getting like the Charizards that come out today and trying to get PSA 10 so that 10 years from now, it'll be worth money. That's never going to happen again. Like if I had to predict, that's yeah, never no, going to fucking happen again. The reason the old cards are so valuable is because they were made by Wizards of the Coast. They were super high quality. They're, it was the original set. Like that's Nintendo, like Pokemon was new. It was a new idea. It was a new concept. That's why it will, the original ones, in my opinion, will always have some sort of value. The new ones, it's kind of like, okay, Pokemon's cool. It's a cool idea. We're going to keep doing it because people like it, kids like it, it's easy to sell, but you know, it's like, it's not worth, I don't get why the new ones are worth thousands and thousands of dollars. It's just yeah. because well, it's hyped. In my opinion, I think the market really reacts to FOMO in a, yep. in a crazy way. Everyone FOMOs into everything these days mm-hmm. because one, a lot of people have a lot more time and they're, they're kind of on top of you know, what's trending, what's happening, whether it's Dogecoin or whether it's whatever the fuck else. Yeah. And everyone wants to get in and make money because no one wants to feel like they missed out. And that's what actually leads 90% of the people to lose money. 
that's the one thing I don't think is highlighted enough or whatever, but 90% of the people that FOMO into anything lose money. Oh, hundred percent. They don't know when, when, when the right time is to the sell. Hype, you spend money and it's like the stock goes up for that item or for that trend or whatever. Yeah. And then you think you're going to, it's going to keep going up and you'll sell later. But the reality is you're part of that, that bubble. Yep. And then that bubble is going to boom crash. And then you're stuck with all the money you spent on. Bro, by the time you recognize something, by the time you think that something is going to go crazy and you see it trending, it's already too late. Yeah. It's about to crash. That's literally when it's about to correct or crash or, in some cases, at least dip for a little bit until more people become aware of it or become super mainstream, like games, GameStop and uh, AMC yep. and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's so much, um, but obviously those things had other uh, factors attached to them. Um, but in this, in this context, it is interesting to me as a friend, I've known you for a while. I'm, I have, Hello. I have an understanding of your values and I've seen that you aren't necessarily driven by money at all times. Uh, you know, and I'm, I'm a little bit younger. And for me, I kind of use that as a primary sort of, um, what do you call it as a primary thing to drive me in some yeah. ways, not always, obviously, I provide value, and I enjoy what I do. And if I was making no money from this, I'd still be very happy and still do this. Right. But in other cases, I recognize that, you know, it's my time to make money, and, and I have that drive in me. But with you, I've seen elements of appreciating what you have and not saying that you don't have that motivation or drive because you have achieved a lot of great things in your life, but you still appreciate them and you aren't driven by them. You aren't driven by the money, the cars and the nice stuff. It's different. It's different. Sometimes it can be appealing, you know, but I, I think like, just cause in my life, I've learned to really appreciate the things that aren't defined by money because I feel like those things at the end of the day are what survive, yeah. you know? So, so that's why it's like, I get, I don't get so hyped up about the money as much as I, I should, or as much maybe some other people do or whatever, but it's, um, you know, take, man, I feel like active and hearing things from your perspective makes me grow in my mind and and i've i've gotten a lot of value from that and i feel like it's helped me be more well-rounded and maybe the value in like cashing out and and appreciating like prioritizing it a little bit more so there's definitely a a, good balance man so i've I've really appreciated the journey oh for sure and balance is always key because you don't want to be too overboard with being driven by money because then you start doing foul shit like you were talking about people stealing packages in the mail that are yeah. heading to be graded, you know, that's being driven by money for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes people justify that by explaining their circumstances or making themselves look like a victim. Like I got to do this. I got to feed my family. And yeah. I understand those things, you know, and I empathize with those people. And I recognize that with my upbringing, if I've had a roof over my head and, 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 things, uh, you know, I haven't had to worry about food, there is a level of privilege attached to that statement. And maybe I can't truly relate to being super hungry and having to do that to feed your kids or yourself or whatever. But it's still like, there are certain people that finesse people, certain people that scam people, even though they have basic needs covered. And 
I think that's there's a really toxic sort of side of being driven by money because I mean obviously like that's so obvious but it's just well, it's a, important it's a to dip. have a balance it's like the thing the thing with money is that there's no there's no cap there's no limit to num to numbers yeah going up and if you define yourself by the number get bigger yeah it'll like never how be how are you going to push yourself to get that bigger number there's always someone that's bigger i think having a sense of meaning having a well balanced fulfilling life and doing something that you enjoy will eventually lead to money if you also attach strategy and a framework of execution around it and a framework of motivation around it because you don't want to do things that fulfill you and be broke you want to do things that fulfill you and also think about how you can impact more lives like scale the value that you give scale the selfless uh acts that you do and money will eventually start flowing agree it doesn't have to be like oh, i got to make money so i can you know blah 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 that's what i was doing that's where i was going wrong and i've learned a lot from you i've learned a lot from your approach in terms of just appreciating the other things in life appreciating all sorts of things you know family friends relationships i didn't really value those things all i valued was money and i viewed people on a hierarchy based on money and so and that That's was awesome. a few years yeah, ago because i feel like yeah once you have that well-rounded well we're definitely lagging um quite a bit here today but <laughs> we'll do this again i hope this little segment has been of value to other people um and i hope they can actually hear what we talked about so um, i appreciate you coming on and we'll explain the significance of your return we'll explain who you are and we'll get into all of that in a future episode when we aren't buffering. So thank you, bro. To all that and what?